to Unread and Really. I'm Taylor. And I'm Ashley. Thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you for coming back. If you've been here before, appreciate you. The usual shout outs. Everybody that has left us an Apple podcast review, a Spotify review. You are the shit. Ashley, how are you? How's your week been? I feel every time I don't see you for a couple of days, I feel like I haven't seen you in a year. <laughs> so my week has been like an on and off sickness I keep having. And now I have like a neck spasm thing that's been going on. And then I just keep ruining it. So it's just been like really fun. You know when you just know it's not your week because everything keeps going wrong? Yeah. That's been this week for me. So I'm... I am so excited for tomorrow because tomorrow we're doing a Valentine's Day. I'm just so excited to for this week to be officially over because I can't deal with it and I'm going to start fresh <laughs> next week. So, yeah, that's where we're going here. This one <laughs> goes to a chiropractor, gets cracked, and she's like, I feel great. Let me go to the gym. Fuck this fucked, off. Fucked her fucking neck up again. And then I literally called him and I was like, I can't move, really? I'm like, my, my one part of my neck, he was like, oh my God, Ashley, you fucking serious? He's like, <laughs> I, I think you got a pinched nerve. I'm like, probably a pinched something. <laughs> it Definitely something is pinching. <laughs> yeah, so. Next week will be better. Next week will be much better. We're going out. We're doing Galentine's. Yes. Meeting up with some friends. Yes. Uh, going to get drunk and go to a club. Because yes. God damn, I'm so tired of going to bars. Yeah. And supposedly there's like an older group. So yeah. we're excited for this. I've, Something different. I've experienced two different types of people when I went. The one night was very young, but there were also like little people dancing on the bar and wow. women with like firecrackers coming out of their boobs and shit. I don't know. It was a lot. And then the other night was like just a fun club night where everybody was, you know, grown and dressed up. Well, I I don't want to see firecrackers. It was kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm like, yeah, was it Halloween? Nope. Oh, well, I have I'm, no idea I'm very interested why in it was now. happening. It was like Cirque du Soleil. And I was like, this is not I am underdressed for this experience. But I just I'm so tired of bars. I really am. Yeah. I mean, every you know, we've, we said we like the college bullshit, but yeah. like we just want something a little classier this time. Yes. So just a little. Just a little classier. up a classier. Um, especially because like I just feel like college bars just invite drama. Even if you're not a college student, you're yeah. in college drama somehow. And somehow. And I feel like the last couple times that I've ended up going out, I almost got into a fight with so many random people. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? This isn't working anymore. Though the last time I was like, I, I genuinely don't know what's going on anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I was like going between different people, like checking on everybody. So I look over and at one point there's just something happening in the corner. Someone's about to fight somebody. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, do you know what's going on? You're like, no, do you know what's going on? I was like, oh, I'm gonna find out though. That's how it goes. And I was, I really feel like if you go to a, like a bar with a crowd that's really young or even a club, you're just going to get into immature shit. We pulled up to the bar the last time we went mm-hmm. and outside was just a girl crying already. It was oh, no. like 9.30, 10 p.m. Way crying too fucking early. That early. Crying. She was some guy was holding her and I could oh, just no. tell by the interaction they were having. This guy just met her. Or barely knew her. Didn't know her that well. Hysterical crying. Didn't have her jacket on or anything. And it was cold that night. Freezing. And she was sobbing all over him. So I was like, this is a bad start. And then at at several points in the night, I saw her again, still crying on the same guy. Okay. Someone needs to take her home. I was like, I I really should have intervened when I think back on it. Because I should have just been like, girl, I've been you. Go home. I have been you. You where you're standing. I am... 
uh, telling you as someone who was in your exact position, probably in that same spot in this bar, go home. Yeah. Just go home. Someone needs to take her home. Wow, I didn't. I didn't. See not her. that guy. Oh god, not that guy. I mean, he was comforting every fucking yeah, time you know I saw though? her. I find like sometimes when it's a guy that's never met you, it's weird to me because it's like, oh yeah, well, why are you comforting her all night and why aren't you telling her to go home because you want to go home with her because when she's, she's vulnerable, when she's tuned up, yeah, vulnerable and probably really yeah. drunk. Mm-hmm. It was so early that I was like, this cannot be good. It was kind of like seeing a black crow, and I was yeah. like, this is a bad sign, bad omen. Yeah, ended up being like a fun night. Besides, like whatever the fuck was going on, I don't really understand. I would tell you guys, but I don't even understand. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was very weird. Yeah, like I mean, I was even in the bathroom at one point, and this girl's twenty first birthday, and she, her friends decided that she was going to let us all, she was going to skip us all. So oh, you nice. know, I was like, oh no, I hate a birthday bitch in the club. I'm sorry. I mean, I've been a birthday bitch in the it club. Was, you so this is a birthday bitch. I was a and you were a birthday bitch in the club. Yeah. We've been birthday bitches in the club. But like, you have to wait in line. It's only fair. You still gotta wait in line. Like, you don't get special just, treatment. No, and like her friend, it wasn't even her that was so bad. It was like her stupid friend. But her stupid friend was like hiding behind her, like talking. To, you know when the person like talks, she's like yeah, 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 behind mm-hmm. the person that hides. Yep. And you're like, bitch, like come out, come mm-hmm. out. Like you want to fight? Come out. Yeah, don't stand behind. What are you no, doing back like, there? Right, exactly. Every come time, in. every time I was like, wait, where'd she go? She was hiding behind like the trash can. Like she's hiding behind. Like, two something. mules in, and I will take you down. I'm like, I'm like listen, once I pee, I'm ready, bitch. <laughs> I don't want to have a problem in the club. It's always no. the birthday girl, though. The birthday girl. It's always someone's birthday, so you're mm-hmm. not getting special treatment. No. Why do you think there's so Especially many on a songs? Especially on a yeah. Saturday. There's so many songs that are like, it's your birthday, hey. it's your birthday, whatever. Mm-hmm. Something about a fucking birthday. Yes. You know, put your hands up if it's your birthday. It's because it's always someone's birthday. Always. But the birthday girl wants to cut every single person. Yes. Like, we're all drunk and half these people will fight you. 100%. Especially when I have to pay. You can't piss off a bunch of girls that have to piss. Especially that have been waiting in line, like the proper thing to do the whole time. It's so crazy the transition from like how friendly the girls' bathroom is can be from friendly to nasty. The girl seconds. The line going into the bathroom is like, Mm -hmm. I will slit your fucking throat if you. I I don't know why, but I will attack you unprovoked. Yes, you're like I have to use the bathroom. I'm gonna have to undo my bodysuit, move my spanks over. Yes. I'm not in the mood. But then once you get in the bathroom, you're like, we're all best friends. We're all taking pictures together. We're all snapping each other. And then when, when we leave, it's like you just see the cycle continuing in the line. Yep. I wonder what's like in the pounce. boys room. I don't think anything like that. I don't think they talk. I think they literally just look at each other's penises. In, si- in, in silence. In silence. Like, yeah. huh, what do you got over there? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, they get in and out. They do their shit and they leave. They might yeah. look at each other's junk, but they get out real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all in my imagination. This is what I think. No, I, I kind of co-sign it. Because I'm yeah. like, they have to be doing something. Yeah. And when you're drunk, first of all, everyone's curious. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a guy with his dick out right next to you. I feel like the men's locker room or yeah. the bathroom is where they discover, oh, it's not yeah what i thought it, or porn but you know yeah but no porn is like it's such a bad thing because they like it's all about angles they're not even like the, any of those guys are ever good looking no they're usually so ugly you're like what am i even looking at because when they do that little that tilt up and they look yes. at the guy, don't i'm do like that. or he, that angle from behind where they oh, like to yes. get the ball swinging the ball and the swinging, asshole yes and you're like balls are not flattering from the back it's just a, a fact plain and simple it's true 
Okay. Time for Unreader and Unruly. It's our warm-up game. You know the deal. Unless you don't, then I'll tell you. It's a warm-up game that we play. We ask each other Unreader and Unruly every week, and um, we both have to answer the question. So this week, I'm asking Ashley, Unrated or Unruly? I'm going to go with Unrated. What do you prefer and why? Drunk sex or high sex? Okay. So, um... I feel like both of them are an interesting pair because, first of all, um, high sex, you know, I don't really smoke that often. But yeah. when I do, it's one of those things where things can be an illusion. So you, you, allu- you hallucinate. So, so you may boat. think that you may like something, but maybe you don't. Yeah. And then also, it can also feel like it lasts forever. That, when, and yeah. then it's like sometimes you kind of just want it over with. And then there's drunk sex where it's like you have to kind of borderline whether you're going to think to yourself, am I actually going to be able to come from this? Because yeah. usually with drunk sex, you're kind of like far behind. If, I mean, if a guy can get you to come when you're like drunk, drunk. Impressive. Impressive. I've had that recent. But that that's very <laughs> impressive. But Not easy. Not an easy thing. But, 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 but. If you ever been drunk and high at the same time, I've been very confused. <laughs> so I had a situation. Unfortunately, I cannot divulge exactly what happened. It is entirely too nasty. But Taylor knows about it. Um, I had a situation with someone I had been with very long time ago. He never had weird kinks. Nothing was ever weird about him. We we used to see each other. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, we were at a party. We had been talking kind of a little bit. And we, you know, had a night together. Well, the thing is, is that I was drunk and high, which Taylor knows (laughs) I'm almost never high. So it was- Drama queen tries to smoke her up every time he offers. She's like, no. And I'm like, I'm the same way. When I combine, (laughs) something's going to happen. It's it's either drunk or I'm high. But but it was, yeah, it was was bad. So when it had first, you know, sometimes we were joking because we were saying when a guy's about to come, they- you will say things to each other. Yeah. You know? So, like, again, it was a moment, and he was saying something to me, and I really, sometimes you say things, and when the actual moment happens, that doesn't happen. So, again, I'm in this euphoric place, and I he's telling me to, you know, he wants to do this, and I was like, sure, whatever, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> oh, God, they're gonna sure. try and put two and two together, and, and they're gonna they come are. up with some it's nasty gonna, shit. You're gonna come up with some nasty shit, yeah. you're probably right. And <laughs> so, finally, the moment happened, and he did exactly what he said he wanted to. So you thought it was all talk? Yes. Because most straight men don't you like, like this. And once it was done, I kept thinking, what was that? And... How can I never experience that again? <laughs> so then later on, you know, I said, we're going to sleep. This is this is over. And this guy got real weird over the years. So <laughs> went to sleep. No, he wanted to go for more rounds later on. And every time he kept going for this thing, he just really enjoyed this one part of himself. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it was a drunken high experience, and it made me question myself. And it makes me question if I ever want to do high again. 
because I don't think I'll ever say yes to anything. Maybe not drunk and high, because drunk and high, I don't know what I won't do. I mean... It's so bad. It's really bad. Because the thing is, too, is you're so... You're almost so laid back that you're like, yeah. Because okay. you're just so relaxed. You're, you're so like, chill. Yeah, whatever. I don't fucking care. But then you also don't realize what, like, people do these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty, but, like, I mean... I'm into nasty shit, but that it was just how many times it was happening. It just kept happening. That it just was repeated because I'm like one time. Then I'm I was like, like I'm going to bed. Whatever, go to bed, again. think about it tomorrow, sleep on it, one yeah. off. No, it was a three off. There's a three off, and I wasn't even in part of the t- the two other this experiences. Happened. First this of all, you didn't have to part. be there at I didn't all. Have to be there for any of this. <laughs> you could have left was, halfway this, through. This was this was a him show. This was this is for him, and this was a him show, and I really didn't need to be a part of it, <laughs> except for the first time. And I was like, "This is revolting." <laughs> You're like, um, should I just go, or like, yeah, do you like, need me to be a part of this? Because I really don't think so. I think, yeah, yeah I think you were just guys. What the fuck? So to be honest, probably drunk, but Even that's because. Drunk. Because even my high experience are really just, it's just getting really bad. Some, someone's got to make this better for me, okay? Drunk sex, I say things I don't mean. Oh, my God. I'm like, but my mouth drunk just- sex, I will tell you to come to me. And oh, please don't. No. And oh, my God, don't. And they'll be like, are you sure? And I'm like, fucking yes, do it. And then oh, they do it. No. And I'm like, why? I love a cream pie. I do. Okay. But I don't want a baby right now. So I just try to avoid it. I, most people do. I just yeah. try to avoid it completely. Yeah, it even sense. though I love it. But like, I, mm-hmm. I just can't. It makes me feel like so close to them, whatever. And I'm like, it's so nasty. And I'm in the moment. But I'm like, I know better. Drunk me doesn't give a fuck. Right. Fill her up. I'm just talking nasty. I didn't actually want it. Drunk That's- me doesn't know what she wants. But I got to say, I'm still going to go with drunk sex is better. Yeah, I agree with you. If I'm high, I'm like... What you can do this if you want, but you're doing the work. Yep. I'm a pillow princess. I'm like, I am I'm not going to move an inch, but I will make facial expressions so you know that I'm here and enjoying it. And I'll raise my eyebrows. I will Mm -hmm. nod. I'm like, I have to keep the movement limited because the walls are whispering to me. So (laughs) I'm like, the ceiling's really far away. So if you could just, you know, get in there, get it done with so we can move on. But I tried, I tried to have sex on mushrooms. So I felt fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So like a couple hours into it, I was like, well, sex probably feels amazing right now. Because I just felt so good. Like I felt good in my body. Like touching stuff felt good. Textures felt right. good. Mm-hmm. So I tried to have sex with him. I go to touch drama queen. And I thought he was enjoying it. I'm like rubbing on oh, him no. and kissing him. Oh, and no. I'm like, I'm like, you know, starting to initiate sex or whatever. And he's so quiet, but like I thought it was because he was in the moment. <laughs> and I was like kissing his neck or whatever. And then he was like, I'm so fucking scared. I was like, what? He's like, I'm so fucking scared right now, Taylor. I don't know what's going on. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Just this is my answer with that guy. <laughs> I'm so scared Just right now. I'm so fucking scared right now. I don't know what's going on. 
<laughs> Nothing will fucking. No, what a fucking boner killer. What's the equivalent? I don't know. Clip murderer. <laughs> it was such a clip murderer. Watch yeah. YouTube for five more hours. I'm saying that like I didn't have a great time. I had a great time. Okay. We've got some shit to get into. We do. So the first thing I wanted to bring up. I was having a debate with somebody about this phrase. I'm not ready for a relationship. And when it's said to you, I the, what they said was that it can only mean that someone's trying to shut you down. They're basically saying, like, I don't want a relationship with you. Okay. Now, I see both sides of it. I see where that's probably true a lot because I feel like I've done that very thing. Mm-hmm. But also, like, sometimes you're genuinely just not ready for a relationship until you meet the right person. Well, then that means you're just not ready for a relationship with them. With them, yeah. So that's basically the same thing. But, like, not even saying in a way to, like, shut them down. Sometimes you're genuinely, like... Don't think you I, are. You oh, don't you think mean, you like, are. In your mind, yeah, you think in you're your not. mind, you're oh, like, okay. I'm going to be single. I'm going to be alone. I'm going to date or whatever. So, like, you're like, I'm not ready for one. Like, I can't do it. But then, like, you make an exception for somebody just because that person comes along. That actually sounds extremely familiar, to be honest, because I feel like that's been me for the last, like, year, basically. But you genuinely mean it, right? Like, that's what it was for so long is that I do feel like with so many people, I feel like it was like that for me. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that in the last year, there's only been two people that I've really been that invested in that I feel like, oh, okay, I can see that with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like I've shut so many people down in the process because I just didn't see it. But I feel like that's just knowing yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. But it's also better if someone's just being upfront about it. Yeah. I'm not ready for a relationship. Okay, yeah. cool. Now I, mean, I don't have to waste my time. Sometimes you think that you are and sometimes you meet somebody and it's like, oh, that person just clicks with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which kind of, that kind of, I kind of always feel bad about that too because it's like, Sometimes, like, I'll go on a date, like, I went on a date with somebody, like, I'm just using this as an example, but, like, if I went on a date with somebody, and then, like, I went on a date with somebody else, like, and I was like, I'm definitely not ready for a relationship, and then a week later, I meet somebody else, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready for a relationship. Yeah. Because it's just... There's it's certain the, people you just click better with. It just is one of those things. And you can actually picture and you can what picture it would be like. what exactly. And it feels like it would work. Mm-hmm. Which when you're just dating people that it, it just it's like, am I going to this is really going to work out? I'm like, is this going to be worth it? Mm-hmm. Should I just keep my options open? You just meet somebody sometimes and you're like, that's it. But I have felt bad because I've told people like, ah, I'm just not ready. You know, I want to be by myself a little bit, which we all know isn't right. true and it doesn't last. No, it doesn't. But I've told people that like after kind of like talking to them for a bit and then I ended up in a relationship shortly after. But you know what, though, like I just said, it, it can happen where it's like, you know, you really don't think so in your head and then you really you meet somebody and you're like, oh, shit. Is there any way to differentiate if someone's saying that to you as like a, I, you know, like just I'm not ready for a relationship, like just to like keep you hanging on, but like dismiss you and like try to like shut down those ideas for you or if they genuinely mean it? Well, I guess it depends on what context, because sometimes people are like, I'm not ready for a relationship, like I don't want anything serious. So they're letting you know that like, if you do, we should end this now. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, I still want to see you. Like, it depends on what the context is. Like, it's so hard. It depends. There's so many variables with this one. If you're told that on a first date. Oh. What are you thinking? Oh, then we're done. I'm like, okay. 
Like, why are we really, on a date then well no i would be totally irritated because at that point it's like we went on a date for what reason exactly I, in general even when you when you go past more than one date it's kind of like you're dating at that point so what's going to be your next step yeah so you're, so you're why are we doing this to, to become something serious you're not just dating to date do you know what i mean like yeah when you're interested in a person you make it very obvious mm-hmm. so i mean Obviously, if you went on a first date and the person came back and was like, I don't want to be in a relationship, he, they're not interested in you. It's yeah. that simple. It's that simple. If someone's telling you yeah. that off at the top of the, the date, and that is shocking how often that actually does yeah, happen, that can happen, where somebody just tells you straight up, I'm not looking for a relationship. Yep. But you're going out with them. So it's like, okay, so you just want to fuck me. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. You just want to fuck me, or you just want to have your fun with multiple people, yep. which is kind of a little like polyamorous. I don't know. Blurs a line. It does, um, but. Which that's a topic I really want to get into. I yeah, just, one day we will. I really want to because I have such a fucking a little bit of a hot take. Yeah, I've got a lukewarm take about it. Mm-hmm. Should I say it? Save it. Save it. Mm-hmm. I want to say it. I might say it. No, we'll save it. We'll have a whole full conversation yes. on it. But yeah, if someone's been single for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they genuinely mean that they're just not ready, or if they just got out of a relationship, right? Like, if someone just got out of a relationship and they tell you that they're not ready, that to me always sounds like just keeping the window open for the ex a little bit. Yep. Sounds like that. That's, oh, that's, that's definitely that's, a thing, too. That's very common. Because that's what I've told people when I was kind of like, well, I don't know what's going to happen yet. You know right. what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm interested in getting to know people, but I also don't know what's going to happen with this one. Right. Exactly. And that way you have that safety you net. You have like that just to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't cool, but yeah. But it's one of those things where when you hear it, it sounds like a challenge. A lot of people hear, I'm not ready for a relationship, and they're like, we'll see about that. Yeah, which, don't do that. Yeah. Let's test just, that. Just take people, I always say it, take people for face value, whatever they're saying to you. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you're looking, you're dating for as a relationship and someone's like, I'm not ready for one, that's not a challenge. It's not a challenge. That's no. what they're telling you. Go do an ice bucket challenge or, you know, condom balloon challenge. Just leave that man alone. That right. man is not a challenge. No. He's just, he's just a man. He's just a man. But I do disagree with it always being an excuse. Sometimes you genuinely mean it. Sometimes you're like, I, for real, no, for real, for real. Not interested in a relationship. Right. Until John comes along. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, well. Well, I could. Then there's him. Yeah. I mean, he's different, so. This is something that I feel like we both can relate to. Uh, Is it a red flag if somebody asks you for your snap instead of your phone number? Absolutely. Why do you think so? It depends. Actually, so here we go. So we're in a generation where, like, Social media is more common than phone numbers for some reason. It's just like a thing mm-hmm. in the beginning, um, especially in the beginning. It's a, I guess it depends on how it started. Yeah. So, like, if it started off because you guys, like, met at the bar uh-huh. or something like that, that's a little bit different. But um, there are other situations where if you've known someone for a long time – yeah. And they out of nowhere ask for your Snapchat. It's kind of a little bizarre instead of asking for a phone number. Like you already know me. Like I get, you know you know them well. Yeah. Too. That's a 
Mm-hmm. It's a very weird thing because then you're like, who are you hiding from? Because Snap is such a beautiful yes. thing of like hidden bullshit. And that's why it's like with social media, when they ask for your social media, your social media, like you're sharing yourself on there. And if they yes. don't know you that well, it's a great way to kind of get an idea of what you're like which before they invest sense. their time in which you. Which that makes sense. But if they already know you, it's like, if they already yeah, know you. You don't really need to see me on social media. No. You already have seen me multiple times. We've spent time together. We know each other on like a personal level. What the fuck are you looking for? Or what are you hiding from? It's more like, what are you hiding from? Because it's, it's very so easy to turn your notifications off from yep. an app like Instagram mm-hmm. or Snapchat. But your messages, you're most like, I mean, you can fucking mute them. You can, you know, silence them. Yep. But... You know, it's the first place somebody's going to look. The Snapchat thing is always sneaky. It's very sneaky. If it's done by, like, again, if you know the person and you've known the person for a long time, there's no reason that, I mean, if you have both their phone number and their Snap, that's a different thing. It's like, okay, well, I have everything. You know yeah. what I mean? I, we have all their social media at this point. But if they're just out of the blue, like, can I have your Snap? Why? It just means they want to send you a dick pic. That's exactly what it is. Or they're hoping you send them something. Yeah. Snapchat just means like, would you like to exchange nudes? Yes. It's the more polite way of saying that because it's never, can I get your Snapchat so I can get to know you as a person? I'm really interested in you. We can do right. a little, have a little conversation on there. It's, uh, that's it's not rare. happening. It's, it's not rare. Ha- I just, you're so beautiful. I just want to start a snap streak with you. Yeah. No, motherfucker. Also, you can get somebody's snap from their phone number. Yep. Quick ad. So if you're asking for my Snapchat, you want to see some boobies. If it's, like, again, if it's somebody that I've known for a long time, it Mm -hmm. it is very weird. And recently it happened to me twice. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. Why, why are you, why are you asking for my Snapchat out of nowhere? You're not a fan of texting? Yeah, it was, it, it was just it was just very very odd, and it was and then like what I thought was weird too was what they said they needed it for. It was so shady. Hmm. Like that was even w- more weird. It was like they had an excuse. It was like they were both they both did had excuses for it. I'm like, what? I'm like, you want my Snapchat for what? <laughs> To do what you could do, like, to literally ask, just ask me that question for that one day. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's very I mean, bizarre. It's, it was it's very business weird. related. It, Can it's I please b- have both, your Snapchat? Both were trying to be b- supposed business related. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> what? I have a business proposal. Um, What is your Snapchat? <laughs> what is your Snapchat for this business? Um, What? I'll send you the documents via Snap. <laughs> do you mean you want my email? Yes. <laughs> that might Would you like better, my bud. fucking Gmail? Yes. If that's the case. We, we can do it that way. I think guys that ask for snapchat or like picture book kind of guys they're like words hard picture easy (laughs) you're all kevin from the office you're like no talkie (laughs) boobies send boob (laughs) they need a visual they can't no conversation for them no No. oh my god 
god! I always assume that they text at like a like they write at like a second grade level. Oh, and they're yeah, like, I exactly. Just, yeah, they just can't hold a conversation over text, and they're like, no. I, then fucking call me. Exactly, and I'm such a phone person in general. Like I am. I love to text and I love to talk. Oh my on god! The phone. Isn't there nothing better than like when you hit it off with somebody and you go through the phone call phase? Yes. It never gets yes. old. I'm laying I on the bed on my the stomach. I'm kicking I my feet behind like, me. <laughs> Oh my god, we've been on the phone for four hours. I know. Oh the my phone god, call stage is the best stage. It's my favorite. Oh, you have an eyelash under your left eye. You want to make a wish? No, because they're fake. Oh. <laughs> back in my relationship just rewind to the phone call phase because it's literally my favorite thing it's like just hours and then you're like what do we even talk about i don't even know know. (laughs) i always feel like just teleported back to like middle school i know because you do you get so happy and like giddy for Mm -hmm. like no reason you're pacing Mm -hmm. the sun's coming up you're like i I never slept i only slept for two hours Checking and I'm like, now it's been four and a half hours. You've been oh on the phone this whole time. I'm like, I'm gonna marry you. Uh huh. But have you ever like had that kind of chemistry? And then when you get in person, it's like not as fluid of a conversation. I've had that yeah, experience. I mean, it was yeah. very jarring. And I was like, what happened? I was like, we talked Some on the phone for five are hours. So weird in person. I, t- I hate it. Yeah, and but I also say that chemistry is everything. And like, if you like, if like we can't hit it off in person, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to do Facetimes too. Yeah, at a time because like. Or, like, the, well, the phone calls always help. Oh, yeah. I've had some weird phone calls. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but FaceTimes are always helpful, too, because then you can yeah. kind of, like, see their whole production. Yeah. Phone calls you are, know? like, I like the intimacy of just the two of us listening to each other. Yes. But I would rather have a long phone call with you than, like, text with you for hours. Oh, no, I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> My God. This happened, like, I don't know. This had to happen, like, the spring summertime yeah i i was like you know i was texting with this guy we finally get on the phone yeah we never got about i had to block him on everything <laughs> so we get on the phone and i was like hi how you doing he's like hey <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like <laughs> what is he doing Like, no, I'm just, I'm just, we're like, huh? <laughs> 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 I'm just, 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 I'm
He goes, just give me a second. I'm going to go smoke this cigarette. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Let me get the old tar on the lungs real quick. Get my condition started. Clear up this asthma. Did he call you back? Did he keep talking to you? I was like, um, I gotta go. I hung up and blocked him. You have to get on the phone early because a voice can just fuck everything up. Oh my god, I was so thankful because I was so horrified. Oh my god. I was so horrified. I literally was like, I don't know what just happened, but this will never happen again. I am done with my life. So you came up with this topic of the one that got away. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have a one that got away? So it's funny because we were talking about timing and then the ones that get away. Yeah. So I feel like it was more like that coinciding. It's so funny because like, you know, um, there was always this joke with like two people in my life that they were always like, you know, she's probably going to be the one who got away. Yeah. Because of the timing. Oh, that's a great I feel thing, like those two things, timing and the one that got away are always the same thing. Like it's like a complete cohesive thing you could be a perfect match with somebody and if you both are not on the same page Mm -hmm. then it's like it's not gonna work you know what i mean but then sometimes i do believe which i've learned this now now that i've grown up a little bit i've learned that like there are certain things that i look back on my life and i was like i said i wasn't ready for Mm -hmm. but maybe i should have pushed for Maybe I hmm. should have maybe I should have actually like sat back and said, "You know what? Maybe I should have tried a little bit harder because it maybe would have worked out better for me." Like I think about that all the time because like you may think in your head like, "Okay, we're a good match." Like maybe the timing is off. But I mean, you only live once. Yeah, so you think and they're not going to always come around again. Like, maybe if you had waited out for longer or, like, tried to, like, grow with them. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Like, there were certain situations that I feel like, like, certain people, like, I, like, not just, like, one specific person, but, like, there, there was a couple situations where I was like, huh, I probably could have went about this differently and I probably should have grown up at this point and done this with this person because... It probably would have worked out. Because there's two different ways that can go. Mm-hmm. There's what you said, which is like the one that got away kind of thing. Like maybe if I had stuck it out and we had grown together, figured mm-hmm. things out together, like the person that they are present day is mm-hmm. someone that you could have seen yourself with. Yep. And then there's also, you're glad that you got out of there. Oh, yeah. Because they ended up becoming a completely different person. No, exactly. No, it's crazy because like that's that's very true too. It's crazy because before my my last long-term relationship, I actually was in a crossroad choosing between him and another person. Yeah. And of course I chose the bad boy, which was the worst decision of my life. Bad boy. Yeah, I chose the bad guy. So but the good guy was like the sweetest human on earth. And oh, yeah. he ended up being crazy successful really yes and he was the kindest nicest person on earth i don't think could hurt a fly and then i went from the person who put massive damage on me would i say that that was the one that got away no but it was a bad decision making in my life what was it that made you choose the other route though 
because of the place that I was in my life. I like the excitement that crazy brought. Mm. It was like a completely different, you know, he, he, he was not the full package. He was just the wild one, like wild, but then still kind of settled at the same time. And yeah, like the other one was just so kind and passive. I mean, yes, did I get gain something like the best thing in my life from it? Of course I did. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I still look back and go, that was dumb. Have you ever talked to that guy again? No. Mm-mm. No. Like that was done. <sighs> but like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, he, he got married, his kids now. Yeah. So it's good for him. Oh, good for him. But I mean, I know I destroyed him and i felt so bad about it did he knew he knew that you were choosing between him and another person i think he kind of knew he had a feeling there was somebody else he knew something was like about to like go down so but like it was just like it was such bad decision making on my part and i think everyone was like come on like when everyone found out they were like which way i went they were like seriously (laughs) that fucking trash bag (laughs) and i'm like oh man (laughs) they're like really like come on it's hard though because you're thinking like long term who am i gonna enjoy my life with the most right and it always seems like the guy that's like the crazy wild fun guy is like well at least we'll like have fun together and whatever Mm mm-hmm well, like I don't believe that good guys finish last. I, I feel don't like either. you always end up with the good guy. I think so too. It's I the think good that- guy gets overlooked if you're not in the place in your life when you're ready for good guy. Right, exactly. So I think that now I'm very different. Yeah. So I think that now that I've like I have to say, now that I've gone over that that stage, I think I appreciate every single nice thing that comes into my life now. Yeah. Now I'm so appreciative. Now I'm like, whoa. Like, I, if I, if I sense even a little bit of something off, I'm like, nope, I'm good. It's not even about them being too nice necessarily most of the no. time. I think it's just they're not, f- like, fulfilling you in right. some way. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I do need excitement. And, like, you know, right. I need like us to have that chemistry that's the thing too is being able to find someone that balances you at the same Mm -hmm. time so yeah and doesn't when you end up with somebody that matches you too well and it's like now i'm not gonna get my shit together because we're not one -hmm. of us needs to be grounded in some areas the other person isn't vice versa i do look back on times where i'm like same thing could have made better decisions Mm could have gone with the guy that would have ultimately worked out better and this guy because of you know chemistry or whatever and you can't mm-hmm. deny chemistry no you can't you just can't that's a thing you guys either have it or you don't it's a shitty thing and it's like it shouldn't even be taken like shouldn't be taken personally because it just you can't control it right no you can't you know sometimes it's like something where you somebody's just ready for things that you're not Like when I was young, or vice versa, or vice versa, Mm -hmm. like they're just not ready for what you've got going on or what you're what you're planning for in the future, and they're like, I just can't. When you're talking to someone or you're you're dating someone, it's like you have to talk about this is what I want. You know what I'm starting to realize too? Some people almost need you to like give them like a five year plan because some people get freaked out by like, well, I want another kid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you want one tomorrow? Do you want one in, in two months? No, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I don't oh, want one tonight, in two months. You want it tonight? Like, I, it's, it's just that I'm saying I want one in the future. I'm not saying I need it this minute. I just want one in the future. They're like, oh, God, she's going to, I'm going to have to put hot sauce in the condom. Like, Drake, <laughs> right, exactly. I, I can't. No, exactly. This is crazy. So, like, this is the thing is it's like. You almost, especially with men, because they're so bizarre, you almost, like, have to, like, 
give them like this is this is what I need. It's like the timeline. It's like a timeline. In five years, this is what I want to accomplish. Yeah. Are you in or are you out? Just like it's that true. Drake song. Are you, you with me? Yeah. I mean. So. <laughs> Because it's true. You'll freak them out. You say, like, yeah. I want I want to have kids. And they're like, oh, like, oh, oh shit. Right now? Now? She wants to have kids this minute. <laughs> no, motherfucker, not now. It doesn't I'm staying mean, down the fucking line. doesn't even necessarily mean with you. Yeah, it just means something mean that I want. It's going to yeah. happen with or without you. Right. So all we're, but that's the thing is it's like, you have to be so thorough with your words because, like, men will take a small little thing, like what you said. And it's not that that's a small thing, but they'll take it and they'll run with it. And mm-hmm. they'll have their mind going crazy. And it's like, that's not even what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, like, talk to me about what's concerning you so that we can clear it up and you know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. And we can move forward or you can just retract and move on. I fully believe in talking about those things early I, on. I say this all the time. Like, you've got, if you've got questions, re-ask at the right times and have the right conversations. Yep. Have an actual, like... What are you looking for? What is it that you want? Like five year plan, like you said, like, like what's your is, timeline? This is, this is what I want in five years. These are the things that I would like to accomplish if they're with with whoever that I'm with. I'm not saying that like it would be. I mean, like, I'm not saying if I met someone on my 39th year, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you got preg- impregnate me right now. Yeah. And at that point, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, I was just saying like if we're together now and five years from now, I would hope we'd be here. Exactly. That's what, like, you have to say that. It's like, let's not waste each yes. other's time. Some people will just, people they will, don't, they don't want kids. They don't want marriage. They're going to move out of state eventually. They're right, like, I'm exactly. going to go here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. People, and some people just like, they want to just coexist with somebody. Yeah. And I find that weird too, where they're like, oh, well, well, I don't really know. I don't really, well, all right. So do you ever see yourself wanting this? Do you mm-hmm. see yourself wanting that? Let's get to that point, it's like sometimes I have conversations and I'm like, okay. No, you're. some people are dating just to coexist with another person. It's like, what? It's like, you want to be roommates? Like, friends with benefits? But I then mean, what makes it weird, too, is like a lot of those people, too, they still want it to be there. You know, the, still want the commitment of just them. Yeah. It's just that they just don't know what they want. I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, I'm like, they just want... um to stay stagnant and in the same place forever until they're comfortable to then say now we can start the five-year plan yeah now, now we can now press, seems like a now good time let's press start yep i okay, know got five years i be- talk about it as soon as you can i fully believe in that and mm-hmm. then i've heard guys be like oh she's fucking crazy talking about having kids on the first date she just wants you to know that it's in the cards. Yeah, no, that's not crazy. None of that's crazy. It's actually good that she's putting everything out on the table. Yeah. That this is what I want so that you know. Some, because pe- some guys will just straight up be like, not for me. And not having kids. Right. It's like, like, okay, all right, awesome. Good to know. Nothing yeah. against you. Just, exactly. you know. I don't believe that if you meet the right person, the timing will always be right. Because sometimes you meet the right person and they just got too much going on. Mm-hmm. And then you can revisit it. You can come back to things later on. And sometimes they're even like a better version of who they were before. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Like, yeah. like, give them the time to grow up even more. Right. I mean, I did that. I watched somebody kind of grow up and then I was mm-hmm. like, well, now I'm interested. Right. 
Now let's move on to unanswered. We've got two questions for this week. Um, of course, if you guys want us to answer your questions, all you have to do is send them in to unreadunruly at gmail.com. Or if you'd prefer to just DM them, you can DM them to us at unreadunruly on Instagram. It's up to you. We don't care. Either way, um, you'll always be anonymous. So the first question that we have here. Hello. First of all, I appreciate you guys and your podcast. I've been talking to a guy for maybe a couple months. He approached me and made it known he's interested when we first started talking. We went on dates every weekend and we even had sleepovers maybe two to three times at each other's places. But recently we haven't been seeing each other. I would say it's been maybe a month and I get people have their own lives. I love my personal time and have my own priorities, but is it wrong or unhealthy of me to feel some type of way if he hasn't asked me on a date again? P.S. We talk every day via text. Not sure if that makes a difference. I don't know what you consider too long for a next date and slash or would this be a situation where it's better to move on? Okay, so they went... So we went on a date every weekend. So you've seen each other, had sleepovers. So they've been on. They've put a decent amount of time, time into, into each, each other. other. Yeah. Um, And you talk every day via text, she says. Okay. So they're still communicating, but he's he hasn't been so, putting the time in. So y- you clearly listen to our podcast. So you know what I always say. Mm-hmm. Say when you, if someone wants to see you, they're going to see you. No matter what, unfortunately. Yeah. That's just part of the thing. People make time for what matters to them. Um, a month? Um, th- that's too long. Yeah. That's way too long. I mean, if I don't see the person that I'm dating for like a week, I'm throwing a hissy fit. So um, today's dating today, you have to make it known that you are interested because because people will move on. People will move on very quickly, especially if they want, you know, if they're interested in something with somebody seriously. So it's like one wrong move, you're done. I understand why you're holding on because you guys have clearly spent some time together or talking every day. It's had become, a connection. You don't want to like just move on from this guy. And, and he'll it's be like, weird not to talk to that person yeah. like after, you know, having all these conversations. But I honestly, if I were you, because I'm and I'm I'm an upfront person, I would probably call him out. Yeah. And I'd probably just be like, what is going on? Like, it's been a month. We've seen each other so many times. Um, no one's that busy. Do they understand this this guy? Does he understand how dating today works? You could be getting fucking 50 messages on a Absolutely. dating profile. You could be getting Absolutely. DMs that you could be answering. You could be putting that time yes. into somebody else. Oh, and it's like, we are constantly, like, women just have an yeah. easier time with dating than oh, men. Oh, 100%. It's so easy just to be like, yeah. oh, you're not interested? Um, <laughs> Baby. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'll have somebody else in literally two on. minutes that will message me back. Exactly. So so it's like don't. he he does need to consistently put the time in yes. and the effort here because a month is definitely long That's enough to lose interest. Long. And a text a day is not going to keep the boys away. It's just not. No, it's not. And also, I feel like a month of not seeing each other means he could potentially be talking to other people it, so, it kind it, of sounds like that a little bit it would yeah. be one thing if it was like a week and he was like listen like i had this work thing or i had a family yeah, thing or get something busy, like, people but, get busy but it's been a month uh, after seeing you so consistently yeah for so long um i mean you were seeing each other every weekend 
end. He's just he's let too much time go by. There's too much time. But I understand why. Again, we're women. We will hold on. Yeah. Um. But no, I fully do, understand because I would be like, yeah. obviously you like this guy. But I mean, I would I would either do it, the bold thing and call him out. Yeah, I would call him out or just get it in your head that it's time that to it's time open to move up, on. open up your options, you know, open those DMs. Yeah, open the DMs, mm-hmm. start entertaining other options. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get don't get bogged down on this guy. Don't let him no. hold you back from getting to know other people. Um, yes, because you know what? I mean, if he's not making the fucking effort, it's just kind of like. What kind of effort is it going to make if you guys become something? Exactly. So what? You're going to not see each other for a month? Fuck that. Yeah. Like, no, I'm all about effort. And we we just talked about this last time. Like, we're all about time. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody's like that. But, like, if you can't fit me in once a week at least, like, there's a problem. No, you guys aren't. So, you guys aren't officially anything but just he, yet but he and he's already being seen, ne- he's already right. neglecting you these are and this these are the times these are so delicate these times yes. because like you should be such a priority right now in the beginning early on you got to be on your best You've behavior gotta, right this is when he needs to be putting in the time this is when it's the most important this is when so it's like important. capture my attention that's right uh, so that we can like focus on each other and i don't know i mean Talking every day over text doesn't mean shit if he isn't putting in the time and effort yeah, to see you. Yeah, it takes you. two seconds to, to send a text. Yeah, it's 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 good that he's trying to keep communicating with you, but it almost but it's seems not enough. But it almost seems like he's keeping you because there might be something else too. Yeah. So just in case, I would also make sure that you are also opening up your options. Open up your options and call him out. That's what I would do. Oh, yeah. Call him out. Fucking do it. That's what I always do. Because fuck it. I always love making them really uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Do you want like, us to text him? We will. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm the worst. So I'll be right next to him and be like, who's that on your Snapchat? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Who, what's that girl's name? I do that all the time. So fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you call him out, I feel like that's when you're going to get the most honest answer. It is. Because he's going to feel kind of like. thing to do. Because it, it's been a month. You deserve he to know, like, should I keep waiting or like exactly and at this point he probably thinks because you haven't called him out that you won't so really like really get him now because he's gonna be like oh she's not gonna say anything exactly he's like enough Uh time's gone by i was just gonna say something she would have said something no 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 shock him and just be like i would just be like what's going on like i feel like i deserve a clear-cut answer on what's happening i just want to know like like, are we still still doing doing anything or do like you haven't put in the effort like just call him out call him out who cares and if you don't ever feel foolish about it just do it exactly okay question number two Good morning, guys. I just got done listening to Crying in the Cum episode. <laughs> Love the show. And it got me thinking, I have a friend who's going through a toxic relationship and she's in and out of my life because this guy just flat out does not like me. Now, I live two hours away from her and I don't like making the drive back and forth. But recently, she'll text me out of the blue and wants me to come over. But then I won't hear from her for three weeks. I know that being her friend is important considering she doesn't have anyone else, but I feel so much pity for her. My question is, how do I help without helping? Do I continue being on the sidelines or should I just stop? It's getting, it's honestly getting annoying, but I've known her for so long. I've never experienced this. Help a girl out. Mm. So I said kind of last time when we were, I think this was the last episode, wasn't it? I think, yeah, I, I was going to, I feel like we just talked about something similar no, no, it was to two, this. Two, two episodes ago, I think. It was the crying in the come one. But yeah, I, if she means something to you, you're going to have to keep making the commute, girlfriend. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, because it's just that's going to be your only way of being in. If it and if it's as toxic as you say it is, you don't really know you you are probably her her only outlet. The only other thing you can possibly do is kind of make your in-persons a little bit less if it's too much for you and just maybe be like, "Hey, listen, I can't like drive that much anymore, but can you yeah. just like FaceTime me instead?" And it's then just not, listen yeah. to her for listen to her bitch for two hours on a FaceTime instead of you driving two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately, um, if she means a lot to you and it seems like she really does need you, you're going to have to continue to be in her life. This is just my opinion. When you get, when someone gets into a toxic relationship and you're the friend kind of watching it unfold, Mm -hmm. it's very easy for them to just completely become isolated from everybody. And it can happen right before you and like Ashley said, if you're not there with her and making sure that you're keeping up with what's going on in her life, you might just get iced out. And it would suck because, I mean, this is a good friend of yours. But also, it isn't fair mm-hmm. that she is just dumping her shit on you every time that you see her after making this long commute mm-hmm. only when she decides that it's a good time to see each other. And it's probably because he's not around, right? Yeah, probably he's probably not that. around or she's like, mm-hmm. we're going through a fight, they're having a fucking yes. tiff, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, it isn't fair and you are allowed to set boundaries with friends. So it is completely fair for you to be like, I can't keep doing this with you you're, you're going to have to FaceTime me. We're going to have to have a phone call. But, like, you can't just hit me up whenever you feel like being my friend. Right. That's not right. No. But if you don't communicate with her at all, she could just be gone. And, I mean, it doesn't mean that she won't come back. Because no. it does happen. People it end does. up in a toxic relationship. They don't even know they're being manipulated. They don't even realize they're isolating themselves. And then they're like, hey, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it it's hard to watch your friend go through that. I mean, I feel like I've done that at times where I've kind of like isolated myself in the past in relationships, didn't know I was doing it. And then I was like, oh, my God, like I have no one to go to now. Yeah. And I just feel bad because it's one of those situations where it's like, you know, it's shitty for you, but it's also shitty for her. And then you also don't know how long this is going to go on for Mm because some of these relationships take so long. And whenever the guy doesn't like the friend or best Mm -hmm. friend, I'm always like, it's always means something real weird. Yep. Real weird. Why is it? Because that's the friend that's telling her you don't have to put up with this. Yep. I had every time I had a long friendship end because of this exact situation that you're going through right now. And we ended up reconciling years later. Mm-hmm. But it took her being like, I fucked up and I'm sorry. Yep. And I was like, there was nothing I could do for her at that point. It's like you're watching somebody sink in quicksand and you can keep fucking tugging at their arm. But like, it's going to absorb them. It's just going to happen. And yeah, hopefully they get out of it. Unless it's an abusive situation, there's not much you can do. No, you can't do much. An abusive situation, that's some, or like even emotionally abusive. I feel like that's something that you should try to stick around for because Mm -hmm. they're really going to need somebody. And you might feel guilt later on, you know, if you don't try. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this isn't your daughter. You have no obligation to this person. You're being the best friend that you can be. So maybe just limit the the fucking that's, drives. That's what I would do. I would just what limit a the fuck, drives. What a make gas it, strainer. Make, make it into a FaceTime. It could be. The, that's like that, that thing where it's like, this could have been an email. This yes. could have been a FaceTime. This could have been a FaceTime. This could have been a FaceTime. We could have just called each other. Right. Exactly. 
I'm wishing you luck, girl. And I really hope that your I friend know. gets out of that shit. I hope so, too. God, it always weirds so me tough. out when they're like, I don't like your friend. I know. I I'm like, for shit. what? For what, for what reason? reason? For what reason? Yep. I learned that is a red flag, flag if there was ever a fucking red flag. Yep. And usually, and or like the, I don't know if you've ever been with the guy that's like, oh, your friends are hoes or your friends are oh, whores. Oh, yeah. Your mm-hmm. friends are sluts. And you're like, what? what? Okay. And what does that have to do with me, even if they were? Yeah, even if they were, it's nothing to do with me. My friends can be sluts if they want to be. Yeah, if they want to be fucking whores, they can. And I love sluts. I love whores. Yeah. I, we, we have a great time. I have a great time with my slut whore friends. Mind your fucking business, <laughs> dickhead. They always do that shit to isolate you. Yeah, and they're they like, do, they're, they're like, like, I don't, don't trust you your like friends. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I was a slut. Maybe it's where I met the slut at the slut club. (laughs) And we all hoard together. (laughs) And it's like your most innocent friend that doesn't do. She's like afraid of her own shadow. She doesn't even talk to guys when you go out. And he's like, I don't trust that girl. She's (laughs) single. She's she's trouble. (laughs) She's a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, she's gay. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Insecure man. I hate it. Okay. I've got an unsolicited for you guys this week. This is our segment where we give you an unsolicited opinion. Some shit you didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to talk about something that is bothering me. What else is new? On Instagram, and it must be the algorithm that's giving these to me because I keep watching them because they piss me off so bad. There is this trend where people will do like a reel and they'll use a filter and they'll be using the filter and they'll be like, oh, my God, this is not what I look like. Yes, I've seen that. No fucking shit, bitch. It's mm. a filter. It's a filter. It's a filter. It's a filter. That's right. It is a filter on your face and you use the filter and that's why it doesn't look like you. Because right. that's what filters do. That's right. Are we just figuring out two plus two equals four? Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Amazing. Were you not around in the Snapchat dog with the tongue out phase? Oh my god. That's where this shit originated. <laughs> and I true. know, I know you were using those stupid little fucking filters. Yep. And also, I don't there's this theory that people do that because they're trying to, it's like an ad for the filter. Oh. And if it is, that shit works. Cause whenever I see that, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm saving that. Yeah. That's a bomb ass filter. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you look good. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. You don't look like you. Yeah. Let me save that shit. This is nice. But it's like, it's, it's so fake deep. It's such it bullshit. Is. It is. I'm like, oh my God. I was saying people use this filter and I thought that's what they looked like. It literally tells you on a story if they're using a filter. It says the name of the filter. I know. Every time. That's how you found it. Right. That's how you found it, Sarah. You, f- you clicked on the little thing at the fucking top. You clicked uh-huh. on the thing that says the fil- name of the filter, and you were like, oh, my God, that's not what I look like. I hate that shit. That, and then, like, there's this trend on TikTok and Instagram where people will, like, they want to have, like, a badass moment, right? Okay. They'll make this video. They'll be like, when people say blondes can't go to the grocery store and then show themselves, like, in a grocery store, like... It's like something that nobody ever said. That's dumb. It's so fucking, it's so stupid. It doesn't even make it's any like sense. It's like when people make fun of me for making seven figures. And I'm like, no one, who are these people? Who's telling you this? It's 
so weird. It's so weird. No one. They just make they make up a scenario in their like, head for, in their head for the sake of it, like a TikTok or a reel. And they're like, people keep telling me that black nail. I can't do black nail polish. And they're like, look, black nail polish. No one fucking said that. Who are these people? Who are these people? You know what it reminds me of? What? Do you remember there was like a time when people you when people used to use their kids to like get likes and shit, and they would just make some shit up. They would be like, today. My two-year-old turned to me and he said, God, it brought me to tears. Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. I'm like, your two-year-old did not fucking say that. No, your two-year-old You're definitely t- did Confucius? That's Confucius. That's, that's a Confucius quote. You're, you know what your two-year-old did today? He found out that chewing on Legos makes his mouth hurt. Yes. Your fucking two-year-old did not say some... No, your two-year-old threw up fucking gang signs and said, Maria doesn't fucking listen to mama. <laughs> your two-year-old touched their poop in the toilet. Your yes. two-year-old your two-year-old tried to eat something they shouldn't have. That's right. Your two-year-old drew on something like that that very valuable with crayons. They did not fucking do that. That was such a mm-hmm. stupid fucking trend. Now people are doing it with this shit. <sighs> I don't like the trend. Do you really have like that? You have that few things to overcome in your <laughs> oh life that you God. have to make some shit up. That's exactly what it is. They have literally no struggle. So they're just make up the struggle. <laughs> they just want to have a struggle so fucking bad that they're just like, people told me all my life I couldn't wear black nail polish. But look, <laughs> no one told you that, bitch. No one told you that. I'm always looking for the one comment that's just like didn't happen. Yeah. And I'm like, please tell me there's someone out there that knows this is bullshit. Yes. No one ever said these things to you. Just like no one's fucking child is they like they're like my baby genius. Timmy, Timmy saw a homeless person outside of Target today, dropped to his knees and started crying (laughs) and said, mommy, please, what can we do for this person? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. You know what they did? They dropped their knees in the middle of the aisle because you wouldn't buy them a fucking toy. That's what they did. Yes. Right, they yes. they they ran around the house naked because yes. they ate pants today. That's true. They've decided clothing's that's, not that's for them. Normal shit. That's they're not doing. <sighs> no, they're really not. Just stop. Just find a real struggle, mm-hmm. right? Why don't you just yes. you know fuck your life up a little bit and have a real thing to overcome? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for today. We're out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. We love you guys. Love you so much. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, or you just like us, whatever. You just think we're cool. We're kind of cute. We're like, oh, we like you. Maybe leave us an Apple Podcast review or a Spotify review. I don't know. Helps us out. Helps you girls out. See you next Monday. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.